Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey, a weekly podcast featuring real and practical spiritual conversations from diverse perspectives here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today, episode 229, What If You Didn't React? Learning to Manage Your Emotions. And now your host, Reverend Cynthia Alice Anderson. Hello and welcome to The Authentic Spiritual Journey. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson. I'm the host and I'm here today in my home studios. So happy to join you here from Orlando, Florida at home where the sun is shining, the wind is blowing, and we are all still recovering from our recent hurricane. So our prayers go out to so many that were impacted in the state of Florida. Even in my own neighborhood, streets were closed. There are still piles of uh, sticks and uh, tree debris. It is really, really something here in Orlando. Um, so, So I know many of you are listening from around the world. So we welcome you into our spiritual community and know that you are a part of it. You're a part of our online ministry, and we thank you so much. It means the world to me to know that you are listening from all around the world and that you are seeking, in fact, to live a spiritual life, right? This is what we are all here to do. So thank you, thank you, dear friend, for sharing your time with us, for trusting us. And many of you share that you listen at work, you have your computer going. Some people tell me they work out to the show, which I think is awesome. I want to go one, two, three, four. You know, I want to count you off on your on your workout and let you know we're with you We support you and are glad you're taking care of your body as a part of your journey as well. So today is a great day. I'm thrilled to be recording from my home and we are episode 229. Can you believe it, friends? Episode 229. And today is a very special title. What if you didn't react? What if you didn't react? And this is about learning to manage your emotions. I'm just going to let you breathe for a minute. What if you didn't react? This is big work, friends, because everything in our culture says get mad and that's how problems are solved. Blame somebody and that's how problems are solved. 
go from zero to 60 in 0.2 seconds emotionally, and you're the one with the upper hand. Well, friends, not only do I not believe that, I know it is not true. I know it through the study of human behavior. I know it through my study of spiritual ideas. I know it through working with thousands of individuals over many, many years. That when we react, we are in the lower nature. Yes, it's very human to react. But in fact, what we teach here on the channel, and especially on this show, Authentic Spiritual Journey, is that you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. Normally, when we react in a situation, usually the reaction is with extreme anger or even rage. Usually we do this because we feel helpless. We feel afraid. We feel powerless. And we think if we can explode, that might scare people back to where they are. And it's a, excuse me, let me say that again. When we explode like that, Often, this high energy of emotion scares people, and they tend to retreat when a lot of emotion comes forward. But what's true is that most of us haven't taken the time to understand why we're reacting. And so it's that old brain, we talk about that old reptilian brain that is thinking about survival, right? So we've spoken before about those shadow pieces too, those pieces of the psyche that we're not aware of that are there, those aspects of us that are hidden. And sometimes what happens is situations come up and those situations look so much like situations growing up or they look so much like situations we've seen played out over and over on television or maybe we've seen them played out in other relationships that we think if something's happening, it needs our emotional reaction. In other words, psychology calls that a manic defense, a manic defense. But what I'm here to say is that there's another way. There's another way. So what if you said to yourself right now, what if I didn't react? What what do I think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? When we have large reactions to things, when we have large reactions to things, it's often a feeling of unsafe. It's very human to have these reactions. But as we begin to develop in our spiritual awareness, as we begin to develop in our spiritual consciousness, in other words, as we begin to seek to live a spiritual life, a God-centered life, a life of consciousness, a life from our Christ nature, as we begin to seek to live from that Christ nature, we realize that these reactions are not only unhealthy, they're hurtful. And not only do they hurt the people around us, they actually hurt us as well. So I'm giving you time on purpose just to process what I'm saying. It's so different from what we hear every day that I'm going to give you a few pauses in here. 
Like, what if I didn't react? Now, of course, what happens is that when we say, well, if I don't react, does that mean I'm stuffing my emotions? I've heard people say, well, I just told them what I felt. I just told them what I thought. And they're just going to have to get over it. Yeah. Let me know how that worked for you. It may have worked in the moment, but long term, that usually doesn't help, does it? As we develop, as we've been on the journey for a while, we know that those big reactions, those manic defenses, those times where we have to find somebody to blame and we bluster up into these big anger reactions, we learn that those reactions are from the lower aspects of the self, the very human aspects. I think I'm almost as primitive or animalistic aspects. They're very infantile in nature. For instance, when a baby needs something, what does it do? It cries. And if it doesn't get what it needs, it cries louder. Sometimes it starts hitting something. As we grow and develop, we learn that those are not ways to properly get your needs met. But you know what? Some of us have never learned it in certain situations. We know that in general, it doesn't work in relationships to just fly off the handle. Well, sometimes people learn that they have feelings and they think it means that they can say whatever they want when they want and everybody else has to get over it. So I said earlier that it doesn't mean stuffing your feelings. It also doesn't mean flying off the handle whenever you want, right? That that living a spiritual life in relation to our rem- emotional nature, our emotional responses, there's something that is neither stuffing your feelings nor flying off the handle. There's something higher. There's something grander. There is a process. There is a way of being that transcends both of those. As we begin to see the world through a spiritual lens, we learn that we are responsible for our words and actions. We are responsible for our words and actions. Now, we all have feelings and thoughts. Well, you're not responsible for what you think and feel because Normally, those thoughts just come in and it takes a while to start working with your thoughts. And eventually, you have to get to your thoughts too. But sometimes, you first learn to manage your emotions. And as you start managing your emotions, you begin to learn there's a reason you're reacting that way. And then the deeper inner work can begin. So what I want you to hear me say, you know, real early in the show is that when you begin to see life through a spiritual lens, not only is it spiritually important to manage your emotions, it in fact will give you a great understanding about yourself, about other people, and it will help you act in the best interest of your soul. So as you listen to this, I want you to think of any friends and loved ones you can send this to. Anybody could get something out of this episode because friends, 
Anybody trying to learn and grow has to get to this point. I'm saying this because not everybody wants to learn and grow. And this has been a hard truth for me to, for me to come out of denial about. Some people do not want to learn and grow. But what I know about our listeners and about many people around the world is that life really is about growth in general. You know, when we're 12, we don't do the same things we as we did, you know, when we were five. Just like when we're 30, we don't do the things we did when we were 12, theoretically. So there's an aspect of us that's trying to grow up. And many times we're stuck in old, childish, childlike behaviors. So if you are on the spiritual journey and you're listening to this show, I know already you're shaking your head going, oh, yes. I want to work on this because friends, I've worked on it for 20 years or more, and I'm still working on it today. I'm working on managing my emotions. Again, as I learn to manage my emotions, and I want you to really, really hear this part. As I learn to manage my emotions, I'm going to have a better understanding of myself. I'm going to have a better understanding of the people around me because rather than reacting, I'm listening. I'm responding. So when I'm in reaction mode, what am I doing? Well, I'm usually deflecting. I'm in fear, which means I'm in a trauma response. If I'm in a trauma response, I'm in fight, flight, or freeze. And that freeze usually has with a collapse. And that's when we stuff our feelings. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being able to hold steady, to be able to hold our emotions, even though we're feeling something. So friends, it is very, very possible to feel a feeling and not react. And for some of us, this might be brand new. That I can feel a feeling and nobody has to be blamed or taken out with my anger or my fists. This could be new. So learning to manage our emotions gives us a great understanding of ourselves, of those around us. It also helps us act in the best interest of our souls. When you begin to realize you're a soul and you realize you're responsible for your words and actions, it changes everything. You realize if you say something to somebody that's mean or cruel, not only are you hurting them, you're hurting yourself because you're creating negative energy and karma between you two. You're also learning that you're filling your mind, you're filling your life, with negativity, and that will come back and absolutely visit itself on your life in ways you can't even imagine. So you are 100% responsible for your words and actions. And what we seek to learn to do on the spiritual journey is to transmute and transcend the difficult emotions. And rather than attaching to those emotions and believing every aspect of the emotion and having to take it out on someone else, 
we hold it lightly. We, we almost let it pass through us rather than attaching to that emotion. When I was about 18 years old, I heard a minister say the five most the five most important words in the Bible were, and it came to pass. And I thought, what? Well, this was really in the early days of me starting to learn about our emotions. And the minister was saying that the problem with emotions is that we believed all of them to be true. I thought that was a grand teaching. Definitely grand to learn right as I was going into college. In other words, think about over the course of a day, how many times you have a feeling. It's a moment by moment process. We're happy, then we're sad. Then we're mad. Then we're frustrated, which of course is just another word for mad. Then we get afraid when we read the news. Then we hear from a family member. We get concerned. All these feelings have the potential to elicit a reaction. I'm saying, what if you didn't react? What if you learned that something different, something grander, something more expansive in you could come forward to answer what that emotional need is that's starting to arise in you, right? That's starting to arise in you as a reaction. You may have heard it said by me or maybe some other teachers I've heard say this as well, that emotions are windows into the soul. Emotions are windows into the soul. So when you begin to look at life through a spiritual lens, when you begin to understand and believe that you're a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that's governed by spiritual law, when you begin to remember about yourself that you are responsible for your words and actions, and of course, you seek to understand your thoughts and feelings, right? That you want to, friends, become more conscious. You want to understand what the emotions are telling you. If emotions are windows into the soul, what that means is when you have a really big reaction about something, that that's a place of healing for you. I had a reaction recently it was mostly inward, luckily. I had a reaction recently, and I had to really look at what was coming up so big, and it really is something I need to heal in myself. So no one gets out of this healing work, friends. This is lifelong. It's not like, oh, yes, I got a master's degree, so I don't have to deal with my emotions, or, oh, yes, I'm 75 years old. I no longer have to work with emotions. Friends, you deal with that till the day you die. You, you have to learn to manage your emotions. So I want you to say with me, I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that's governed by spiritual law. Let's say that together again. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. So I'm a spiritual being, which means I am meant to live from this higher awareness, this higher awareness that we call the Christ, this higher awareness that we call God. 
in the Hebrew Bible or the Old Testament, it was called the I am presence. The I am presence. So we're meant to live from this I am presence. So if we're going through life and, you know, a coworker says something, and all of a sudden there's a reaction, uh, you know, this big reaction comes up, then we can look at that and go, now, what is that about? Instead of having to lash out. And, and friends, I can already hear somebody saying, but how? Just by listening to this show, you're going to start becoming more aware of what your emotional state is doing and begin to move again into your observer self. And we've talked about that off and on over the last several years, that there's this aspect of us as we begin to grow in consciousness, as we begin to come more aware that we're spiritual beings, that we, we rather than getting, you know, thrown this way and that by every emotion, there's this aspect of us, this higher energy, this Christ self that begins to observe what's happening rather than being caught up in it. Or I have a friend that says being snagged by it being snagged by it. We don't want to be snagged by it. We want to rise above. That's what the transmute and transcend means is that we're looking down on the situation rather than only feeling it. In other words, we're coming to life from a higher spiritual awareness. So we're seeking to know what is mine to do here? What is mine to heal? And so when we're in these just basic life situations, we begin asking ourselves, wow, what does this have to do with my spiritual journey that I'm reacting this big at this moment? What does this have to do with anything? Wow, this is bigger than I realized in me. And what's so amazing as you start to like ask yourself questions like that, as you start to have what I love to call simply an internal dialogue with yourself, as you begin to have this internal dialogue with yourself, you're going to wake up to this aspect of you that needs to heal. So remember what I said earlier, that emotions are windows into the soul. This is why you don't stuff them, because you investigating them, you under, coming into a place of understanding why the reactions are happening that is the first step in your healing of these reactions. So emotions are windows into the soul. Emotions are showing you places of healing. The other reason you don't want to fly off the handle is what are you doing? Well, now you're, now you're sharing your woundedness with everybody around you. And now they've got to get wounded too. So I think as we go through this, you're saying, oh, wow, I'm seeing that now. I'm seeing that now. And when you live life on the level of emotions, you're going to have a really difficult time maintaining peace and living from your center. And frankly, friends, this is what we're meant to do. We are meant to live from our center. We are meant to live from this place of peace. We are meant to live from this spiritual nature that we are. 
I want you to say again, I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. So I want to give you a couple of ways to really begin to navigate through what I'm talking about. If some of this is new to you, it might be a little overwhelming, but I want to assure you, as you become more aware, this is a part of your daily thinking. It's a part of your daily life as you do this internal work. At first, if it's new to you, it's a little hard because you're not used to thinking this. You're not used to thinking this way. An emotion comes up, you're used to reacting and moving on. Or maybe usually you react and call a friend and tell them how bad it was. Or you call a friend, you call your brother, you call your sister, you tell everybody at work about it. Well, that's going to stop when you begin living from your spiritual nature, looking at life through a spiritual lens, you know, being aware that you're a soul and that you're responsible, in fact, for your words and actions. So we're going to share a handout. It's a document from Jane Elizabeth Hart called The Spiritual Thermometer. It's the best thing I know that uh, it draws a picture, basically, of helping you stay in the higher consciousness. As I said, the I am presence, the Christ of you, the soul of you, that really is meant to live from this place. And in fact, we are designed that way as spiritual beings. But because we live in this third dimensional world, this journey we call life that we're all on, what the world teaches us is that emotions are the only thing that matter. And I'm saying there's something much, much higher going on all the time. So there's a spiritual thermometer and Jane Elizabeth Hart's teaching is so beautiful. Basically, on the spiritual thermometer, of course, it goes zero to 10. 10 is the I am presence, the Christ of you, the higher energy, the higher self of you. That's a 10. And when you're at a level 10, you're at a place of receiving divine guidance, divine ideas. You're able to stay centered and focused. You're able to live from this Christ nature. And you're able to discern what's yours to do. You're in clear think, right? Clear thoughts, ideas, guidance, focus, peace of mind is available to you there. And she has a line from five and below. Five and below is when you're stuck in emotions, when you're in the limited self, when you're in the ego, when you're in drama, as, or as I like to call it, when you're in trauma drama and everything is a big deal and there's always someone to blame, friends. So when you're a five and below, you don't take action, you don't make decisions, you don't pass, go. So I want you to see if you can picture this. So if you were, we're looking at a thermometer, a 10 is like this bright yellow, I am presence. I know who I am. I know I'm responsible for my words and actions. I'm at peace. I'm living on purpose. I'm, I'm able to discern what's mine to do. And then something happens and takes us down in the emotional nature. And suddenly we've forgotten everything. Well, if you can begin to notice when that happens, that is the beginning of your healing. I have many friends that have worked with this handout of the spiritual thermometer over the years. And if we call each other, sometimes we'll say, oh man, this week I was below a five every other day. 
right? It's just the way we talk to one another because we have this working knowledge of all of us are trying to wake up into our spiritual nature, right? And so as we start to do that, when we drop down below, it's so obvious because we're looking for somebody to blame. We're in trauma drama. We're in fear. Well, what we've learned to do is to not make any decisions when we're in this emotional nature, to not take action when we're controlled by our emotional nature. So we want to get back up into the higher consciousness where there's peace of mind and discernment and clear think and the ability to receive divine ideas and guidance and focus. So how do we do that? Well, one way is so simple and it's one of my favorite. It's listening to music that helps me quiet my mind. I love to do this. It's like as soon as the music goes on, my body goes, oh, yeah, time to relax. We're going to go into a meditative state. And my breathing now automatically begins to deepen. And I can reach that higher presence pretty quickly. Sometimes I have to get in a space of surrender and say, God, I don't know why this reaction is so big. But I am going to open myself to seeing how this is related to my journey, and I'm seeking to heal it. Because, God, I know you're working on my behalf. I want to work on my own soul's behalf. So rather than react, I'm going to surrender to you, God, and wait for the miracle. I'm going to wait to see what is next for me. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So for me, that's a space of surrender. Because usually when we think we have to react, there's an immediacy to it. And that's always the ego when there's that immediacy in the reaction. Spirit knows what to do, when and how to do it. And it's not done with anger or malice or weird energy. It's clear. It's quiet. It's pure when we're acting from this higher place. Sometimes... We need to release. Release what? Release attachment to outcomes. Sometimes we need to release our need to know. Sometimes we need to physically release what we might be holding on to connected to the situation. We may need to forgive ourselves or the other people involved in the situation. But if you're below a five on that spiritual thermometer, if you're stuck in emotions, in other words, if you're stuck in the limited self, this personality self, if you're stuck there, do not take action, do not make decisions, do not go into trauma drama. Seek to get into that observer self where you can begin to quiet the mind, see what's happening. And if I can start to quiet the mind, sometimes what I'll be able to do is actually see where this happened, see where this started. Like, where did this reaction begin in my journey? And boy, when I can get back to that, healing speeds up because I've gone to the source of my pain. I've gone to the source of my reaction. When we act from a place of connection to God, when we are in this I am presence, this Christ nature, 
when we are being 100% responsible for our words and actions. We are now acting in the best interest of our soul. When we're stuck in emotions, when we're trying to find someone to blame, we're, we're, all we're doing is adding more negative energy and more. Uh, we're more stuck on this karmic cycle, this wheel of karma. We're stuck. We're stuck. Somebody hurt us, we're going to hurt somebody else. Now somebody's going to hurt us. It may be that person, maybe somebody else, but we're, we're acting as if everything we put out does not come back to us. And in fact, every word you say comes back to you like a boomerang. Every action comes back to you like a boomerang. All those thoughts you hold about others, if they're negative judgments, those come back to you. We're seeking to elevate our consciousness to live at the level of the Christ, to live as a spiritual being. Friends, I know you are capable of this. How do I know this? Because you are a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. Let's say that together as an affirmation with I am. I am a spiritual being living in a spiritual universe that is governed by spiritual law. And as a spiritual being, I am 100% responsible for my words and actions. I seek to understand my thoughts and feelings. And I remember that emotions are windows into the soul. I remember this. So what we seek to do, dear friend, as we go throughout our day in all of our relationships, whether they're with work, with family, or a significant other, a wife, husband, partner, when we're in those situations, we seek to live from our highest spiritual self so that we can live a life that is full of peace, live from the center, live from our I am. This way, we are acting in the best interest of our souls and those around us. And when you begin to wake up more fully to the goodness that you are, to the spiritual being that you are, you are helping all of humanity raise its consciousness to a consciousness of love and peace. Friends, this is why I do what I do. I see now that the world needs this message more than ever. My hope for you as you go throughout the week is that you will continue to do this work, that you will seek to transmute and transcend these negative states of consciousness by learning to quiet the mind. By if you're in fear and trauma, drama and the limited self, that you take time to quiet the mind, maybe listen to music, do some release or forgiveness. You may even just move into surrender and say, I don't understand God but I'm seeking a higher way and know that way will come forward for you, friends. You are loved and supported by the whole universe. God is always, always working on your behalf. My hope, dear friends, as you go throughout the week is you will begin to believe that, that you will live with that assurance, that you will know you are not alone. As you live this journey we call life, there is support for you from the heavens, from all that is, and from us here at the Experience of the Soul podcast channel, and especially the Authentic Spiritual Journey. So we thank you for listening. As always, I am honored to lead you along this journey and be a part of your spiritual journey in whatever way we are. And I thank you for your support of the show, for your support of my ministry, and thank you for helping me help the world. 
So we thank you for joining us, dear friends, and blessings on the journey. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of The Authentic Spiritual Journey here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com support. The Authentic Spiritual Journey is copyright 2022, Cynthia Alice Anderson, all rights reserved. Our theme music is composed by Dave Croft and used with permission from RR Hot Publishing. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios. Thank you for listening to the show today, dear friends. I'm always happy to have you along the journey. If you're seeking deeper work, though, I'm going to invite you into one-on-one coaching with me. In my coaching work, I get to glean from my over 30 years of experience of working with individuals and leaders in the community on their spiritual journey. So I have a wealth of information that will help you along the journey, and it will be supportive. It will be supportive of your dreams, goals, and desires, but it will also be confrontive because I am going to help you confront those limiting patterns and beliefs and help you break through those aspects and move into looking at life in a more holistic way. So even though it will be confrontive and at times even challenging, you will learn to grow, you will learn to prosper, and you will evolve into the person you have always wanted to be. Friends, the answers lie within you, and I am so honored to help empower you to live that truth and that goodness in the world. If you want to learn more about coaching with me, simply go to CynthiaAlisAnderson.com and go to the coaching section for more information. That's CynthiaAlisAnderson.com and go to coaching. And I'll be happy to set up a one-on-one call so we can discuss how I can best support your journey. Thanks again for joining me today, dear friend, and blessings on the journey.